episode 28, Winging It With Painter and Rico. Our special guest tonight is Dean Burtby. Good evening. Good evening, Dean. Hello. Where do you want to start? Well, beginning would be a good point, <laughs> too, not it? Going back to early days. Early days, or very early days, I played youth football for Hannam, Hannam Athletic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then went sort of from there, played at Bristol City for a couple of years, and Trig, I wasn't at YTS, Trig, and obviously the other lads then at YTS, I didn't do that, but still played in the same youth team for two years. Um, was that 16 to 18, or was that younger? Yeah, 16 to 18, so yeah. South East Counties. Yeah. Um, played that and enjoyed it, but was really sort of played out of position, played centre-half, and then played centre-half for two years. Didn't really like it, didn't. So where did you start off at Hannah? When you were in position, I'd always played midfield and sort of Bristol boys when I was younger, always midfield, always quite small really, but had a good engine, a good, you know, I was up and down. Um, and always played there, and it was actually it was a guy, Brian Spencer, who used to be the manager of West Ham years ago yeah. when they were the they were the city youth team, weren't they, yeah. really? And it was Brian who actually took me and they, they were they had a lack of defenders that day and he went play centre-half, and I went, well, not really, and put me down, and done really well, played in that game, and that's where it went from there, so yeah, it wasn't really a, a position I'd ever played before, um, and then sort of got stuck there, but just got told off all the time by Alan Crawford, dribbling across the box and doing things he shouldn't be doing, you know, especially at a professional club, but I was still probably raw then, and especially not doing, not being a YTS down there, and having a benefit of training with them yeah. every day. Um, but yeah, stayed for there for, for two years, enjoyed it, played in some good games, played with some good players. Um, but yeah, that came to an end. What good players was there? There's a lad, Damon Palfrey. Oh yeah, you know, went to brilliant. Man. He was a good player. Very skilled. Corners, free kicks, right foot, left foot. Yeah. Alan Theobald, Trigg, mm. obviously. Yeah. Um, Matty Bryant played for two years, sent half, and then, yeah, he'd have the nutcases, the, like the weavers and, and people like that would play down there. Um, but yeah, it, it, was, it, was nice to, it was nice to play there, but didn't always enjoy it. Play against good players, we played against Shearer and things like that, and in, in the South East Counties Cup, same age group, Dean Radford, and, you know, when he was at Southampton with him. Um, and even though I enjoyed it because you we were playing you know, Bristol City, the team who who support, yeah. didn't really enjoy it because of the position I played and didn't think it did me any favours really. Did you try and change position? Did you ask or? Um, no, David, I know you're it, young it was lads, difficult because yeah. you're not the YTS, so you're not in with them every day. No. So they're in, where they are, their positions, their positions, and they're obviously being looked at for. But then, it was basically, if you if you weren't getting a sniff of the first team. And you didn't get anything at your end of YTS anyway. Not like it is now where you'll get another maybe two, three years and they'll see how they but you just, I just think, it, like, you know, you were a great player. I thought you were a great player when you played up front and stuff. If you'd have done that as a younger, you might have been spotted. All these t all these teams uh, you've said you played against, someone sees you, you might have fitted that bill because yeah, you're never going to be a centre-half. And definitely, and it was Bobby Jones who... who sort of digressing going forward but it was a junior who put me up front for, for Mangotsfield because even when I went to Mangotsfield I was predominantly right hand side of midfield and, a, and sort of a right winger it was him who put me up front and then all hell let loose <laughs> 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 that was it. it all went a bit weird for five ten years so, so we, we go back to the city days you deserve a bit of credit don't you because to, to, to be a YTS set or not be a YTS and, and compete with those players that are training every day and what were you doing work boys? I did a Brick Lane apprenticeship with yeah. my with my uncle. Um, again, if you go back to, I always felt a little bit inferior to people, and I know it sounds silly, but because of coming from a single parent family and things like that, so you always thought that somebody, you know, and their dads would pick them up and take them to games and do yeah. things like that. So that was probably why I didn't create a fuss down at City about where I played, because it was something like Matt Bryant's dad would pick us up on a, on a on a morning and things like that. But people would always had lifts, and I always felt a little bit inferior to people be just because of that really at that age did you talk about it um i don't want to get too serious no 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 not really then you don't nah. you don't really no. talk about it just uh, don't it, again this is second nature then you don't do any different do you you no, know you're, you're that young you're just you're doing things but yeah I, I enjoy playing there but like i said i don't think it did me any favors at that age group from 16 to 18 
playing there and playing centre half. Well, I got to say this to you: you'd love playing centre half now, wouldn't you? With the centre half bringing the ball out and all that. Obviously, it's always one of the pitches. I know. It's yeah. a, but again, that's a, that's applicable to everybody, isn't it? You you can say the same. No, I, <laughs> no, I was looking at Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it now, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. It's mad, even how the, the systems that they play and how they play and how much time they got on the ball. Yeah. It's, 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 it's mad, up to, you know, what you used to do, and then, like you say, the pitches, and uh, now that must help you. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So, didn't, didn't get a pro deal in City. No. Where'd you go next? Went and bought to go and really... Even though you did do the YTS there, you sort of live like a YTS, so you, you didn't ever do anything. You didn't really, even though I was doing Brickland Apprenticeship, you didn't have a lot of money from that. You were only YTS again doing that. But me and Wayne Gorwell, who used to play yeah. down at, at City in the youth team, we'd have a game of snooker on a Saturday night, down at Omnibus Club, go to the block, they have a couple of quid in the machine, <laughs> half a shandy, and that would be it. That would all you do. Now, when you got to the end of that, and because I'd always been with sort of Rich Artis and Colsey and people like that who were two, three years older than me, I'm not going to do what they're doing. What are they doing? They're going out having a well of a time, enjoying themselves, aren't they? What's going on? Wearing a blazer in town and a ton of tie-up chasers. Um, so really went, wanted to go and play with them. So I did, and Pat McEwen and Dave Curtis were doing Mangots of Reserves. Yeah. Just went there. Started um, playing with them, playing for the reserves and enjoying it. Mark Curtis and then McEwen. Um, and then progressed into the first team up there. But that was difficult then because that was when it was Perro and Boiler. They, really, the season they won the championship, the, the season yeah. they won the league. Good players as well, weren't they? I mean, Andy, we said about Andy Perro, aren't we? He could score some Brilliant, goals, mate. Brilliant. Yeah. Goals, really. Brilliant. He still did it, mate. We played for the free loans, obviously, on and off the last few years. And he comes on, he doesn't do anything. He comes on, and he's like, his belly's like that. Got a knee brace on both knees. He comes on, scores a hat trick. It's just, it's positional. It's lateral, isn't it? Something yeah. like that. If you've got positional sense, like he has. But again, sort of younger with them there. And the, the lads from Wells, Barry Taylor... Dennis yeah. McCoy. He looks centre half, didn't he? Brilliant players. Yeah. And um, but I enjoyed that there getting into the first team then because we won the league and even and who was manager? Harold. 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 I, thought, I thought he was called Howard. <laughs> thanks to Perro. <laughs> and every time he scored, he say, Pick you out, Howard. <laughs> like that. Ooh, who's Howard? Howard like Dorman. But uh, not I wasn't eating his cup of tea at I all. I thought Terry Rowles was manager. No. With Andy Perrot and that, no. No. Harold was manager with Terry Rolls, his assistant. But again, Harold, he was quite, you know how I am and how I can be on a pitch. And he loved Jimmy Ring. He liked Jimmy Ring, so Jimmy would play all the time. But every time I played, I'd, I'd play well and I'd score. So it got yeah. to a point where he couldn't really do anything. But then they all left, didn't they, the season after? He went to Cleveland, didn't he, Terry Rowles? And he took all of them with him. That's where he must have gone. And that was when I first met you. Yeah. And he came to Mangotsville. And then Bobby Jones took over. Yeah. At Mangotsville. What was that? Early 90s? Yeah, 92, 93. Yeah. I can remember Junior's going to me, mate, that Berkey, I've got a player coming. Dave Payne, his name is. He's a bit of a knob, but he'll get you 20 goals a season. That's what I want, mate. The first thing I can remember is walking in the dressing room. That must be him over there, long hair, corporate hair, singing two out of three in bar by Meatloaf up on the fence. I'll give him a chance. Let's see how this goes. But I think the Tan's playing that team as well, because I listened to Tan's podcast obviously the other week, and right, did he play in that team? But we still had a good team then. Yeah. Grimmer played, Dave Mitchell. Yeah. Dennis was still there. Dennis McCoy was still there. Yeah. Um. He said Dave Mitchell. I know Dave Mitchell listens to this because every week I get a oh, does he? yeah, a little thumbs up. Trowbridge housewife's favourite. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a housewife in Trowbridge actually. Housewife's favourite. I like that, Dave. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you, you enjoyed. Did he play that front as well? Didn't he, Dave? Yeah. Dude, that's sort of about me. But I would be predominantly then on the right. Right. So again. when did you start going up front? Um, probably the season after, because I actually went to Cleveland for a little bit with Terry Rolls that season and then went back w with Jonah. 
because again, you go to we went to to Clevedon and they had all of those lads. He had Perro and all the ones who were probably more established players, older, who were definitely going to play. Jamie Ward, yeah, people like that. And I was like, I'm not getting a look in. I scored a hat trick on my debut in a in a friendly, then scored in the first two games I played in, coming on a sub, and just still not playing me. And I was like. I'm going to go back and play. Just what play? So I went back to Mangotsil with. with yeah, Tommy. I suppose it's easier. You got the established ones, and he's frightened. If he mm. does leave them out, they're going to go somewhere else, and they're in yeah. somewhere else. Well, of course, they're, so it, it, <laughs> they probably think let's get rid of this gobsite as well because he's <laughs> going to be on to me, which I, you know, I naturally was. I want to play. So where did you go after Mangotsil? So, uh, it was weird because I was I'd, I'd not enjoying it again, and Bobby. Was under pressure at legs. He used to do all the Grahamsman's jobs, didn't he? Yeah. Things like that. I got there and have a cup of tea with him. He was such a not a father figure, but such a somebody who I would listen to. Bob, rather than Harold, who would be quite sort of cold and distant to you. Bob was really you know, had a good relationship with Bob, um, and I just went and joined it. And then he went to did he go to Yate? Did Bob go to Yate I with Pete Jackson? I think he did. Yeah. And yeah. then I tell you, took over at Mangotsfield. I won't, because I can't remember who it is. <laughs> Who's Graham? Bird. That's the one. Well, he's with him. Yeah, no. didn't like him, no. and he didn't like me. And uh, when I see him now, we always speak and do that. At the time, it's different, isn't it? I'm young, and uh, mm-hmm. but no, I wasn't having that. Um, and then wasn't going to play. And it was... What, packing football? Yeah, I wasn't going to play. Rich Artis and, and Mark Richards and I'm like, they were going to go travel in. I was thinking, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're not enjoying it, if you're not enjoying something, yeah. you don't do it. And then Jonah went, look, I spoke to Rico, he said um, Bath was starting a reserve team in the, was it in the midweek league? It was, it was in the combination, yeah. No, well, no, it was in the combination with like, because you played like the proteins, like Exeter and things yeah. like that, weren't you? Yeah. And he said, look, just go out there, do pre-season and see how you get on. I began, oh, do you? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I knew Trig was out there. And I knew Nicky Brooks, yeah, and I knew Nicky Brooks, so I knew that they were there, but me and Richard, even before we went pre-season, because I didn't know what was coming, I went and trained anyway on my own in the summer, and did loads and loads of training, so when I got there I was already pretty fit, and then Rico, the training is, I know, but everybody says about it, don't they, about, you know, we've seen a ball this season, you know what I mean, but... How good that was for me, in terms of how fit that got me. Once you once you've done that for a pre-season, you don't want to play. But when you don't know what's coming, yeah. you just do it, yeah. and you and you sort of do it, and you're still trying to prove yourself. And then it just all went totally mad, didn't it? it went all right, didn't it? <laughs> mad, <It> went absolutely <laughs> mental. It's just everything you did and tried doing, even in training, it was just. I just think, thought you could, or it felt like I could do. Basically, what we wanted. You had a, you had a. Well, let's let's talk before before the signing, because Dave Palmer and I, we we had the discussion, and you know, you sometimes you've got a bit of attitude, haven't you? No. <laughs> you, you have. <laughs> no, uh, but and you voice voice your opinion, and, yeah. and, and, and we like that about you, and um, you know, and you come to pre-season and you were were as fit as a butcher's dog. You know, and you were sharp, and you know it was a no-brainer for us. We because you you signed for next to nothing, money-wise, and it was just give the boy a chance. And from there, you repaid us ten times. It was just, man, I said it was just mad in training because even in the in the pre-season, not to sit in the Joey's dressing room, I'm not allowed, not allowed over in the first team dressing room, sat in the away dressing room with all the Joey's. I'm like, ah, oh, keep right there, mate. Just do what you're doing. Um, but even in training, and again, you and Palms had a different r- role there, didn't you? You yeah. were, you know, the cop back cop. But, but again, Palms become a real father figure to me in a football sense there. And he goes, well, don't do this, but, you know, do what... And just break confidence yeah. into me. And that coupled with being unbelievably fit, it just went, it went, wow, but... Still not knowing if I was going to play, I think I scored, I come on against Bristol City and scored, I scored two against Sheffield United the next game. Um, then you offered me a contact and I was like, right, that's it, you know, brilliant, now it's down to you, do this. But still didn't know if I'd play the first game 
Yeah. When we when we played, at Gate said it just went it went mad. It, it did go mad. It just but in a nice way. Yeah. We couldn't do anything wrong. Well, you played, didn't you? Mm. You played. How long were you there, Dean? In this season and a bit. Was it? It, it was again. It's such a strange how it all came about because I loved it there. So I think I was the third, fourth top scorer in the conference that season. I only scored 18, 17, 18 goals, something like that. But it was the start. It was the start. It was the first few games. And then we played away at Kidderminster and Paul Britton had said to me, if you get booked today, this is only about six games in, mine. I've yeah. been booked four times already. <laughs> he went, if you get booked today, he said, you're going to miss the first time. Was it all for Mouthin? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not about my first time tackles. <laughs> no. Don't know, but, but but he said if you if you get booked today, you're gonna to miss the first round of the FA Cup. So I'm on my best behaviour. Can him not? And then it was nothing like somebody crossing over in front of you, clipped him, ref played on, come back and booked me, and I'm like, oh, gonna miss the first round of the FA Cup. Bearing in mind of where I've just come from, mm. to that in such a short period of time, everything that's a big thing, isn't it? The FA Cup. I didn't know who we had, but then I can remember coming off afterwards, and Marco and and Jay Lucas were in the stand. They went. Can help me. There's about 12 scouts here today watching you. So there, there's loads of them asking about you. And went home on uh, went home on the Saturday night. And then on the Sunday, I go down for Gary Smart. I don't know what I'm going to say. That's a strange choice. <laughs> go down for Smarty. We go and watch the football. Uh, sorry, we go to the trooper, have a couple of beers, go back to his house because Sky had just started mm. as well. And then the FA Cup draw come out and they got Rovers at home, didn't they? By oh. when Rovers were turning off. I was absolutely. He's jumping round the house. I'm crying my eyes out. I can't believe it. Is, can't it? believe oh. it. Because we lost by nil, and we got yeah. sent off yeah. for about ten yeah, he minutes. It, uh, it was nil nil half time, wasn't it? Was no. It well, nil, it was nil, nil nil when he got sent off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Even he got sent off. Yeah. But I also think, and I know you're looking at my mindset that I could have done. To, that was a game because of the frame of mind and how I was at that time. I think I could have, it? yeah, I could have done something in that game. The city top would have been on, and of course, <laughs> right up. <laughs> got beat up and never played again. <laughs> but you know, the amount of people that said, "Don't touch it," is trouble. Unbelievable, and um, you know. Well, to me, you always play with a snarl on your face. The ball was a foot the other side. <laughs> you look, and you got that. You know, grimace, snarl, didn't it? against his own team. Yeah, it was. You chasing your terrible balls. Hey, just, I don't know whether that's because of your upbringing, you want to. That's in you, now you are, and you're always fighting. You always feel like you're fighting against something. And again, it's in the a desire to win as well, Mike. Yeah. You did have a desire to win. You had a desire to score goals. You had a desire to be better than the next person. Yeah, I want to be better. I want yeah. to be the best at what we did, and I think that that what that was important about us as as a as a group and mm. Dave as well. Yeah, you know. but also the group of players were that you had at Bath. Yeah. That was unbelievable as well. Not just the playing side of it, you know what it's like, yeah. you the social side of it as well. Yeah. And you go out, and all of a sudden you're spending eighty five eighty five percent of your time with these people. Yeah. And they were all sort of Bristol lads, apart from a few, mate. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> he signed a lad once, mate, called Steve Burks. Remember him, mate? Right? <laughs> from Bolton. He's been released by Bolton, putting him up in an hotel in Kingston. I'm thinking, oh, fucking top scorer in the conference here. And he's on 80 quid a week, and he's been put up in a hotel. What's going on? Anyway, he's, he's signed I got that and wrong, mate, didn't I? You didn't. You got spectacularly right. We had a field day. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, you doing good? <laughs> he was all right, wasn't he? He's yeah, a nice yeah. lad. And again, this might sound horrible, but he turned up. <laughs> he turned up at the, one of the first games, and he's, he was got quite a good-looking lad. But he first came, of course, everybody's going, "Oh, Burks, Burks!" I'm like, "Hang on, I'm not having this. I'm Burks. You'll have to, um, you'll have to be called something else, mate." <laughs> <laughs> not that. But he turned up with his missus, and he was like, "Wait, who's that?" That's, he's going, "No, oh, that's my missus." I'm like, oh, is it? <laughs> Not the best, mate, at all. You're thinking, he's a nice lad, do you know what I mean? She might have been a nice girl, but he could have done a lot better. And then we went to Tenerife. We went to listen to this. We went to Tenerife. And there's a married with three kids. Oh, yeah. 
well, I don't think he's even. I don't think he's still in. I think he's still out. We went to Tenerife <laughs> end of season, and all of a sudden he's like, he's, he's met this girl one night. He's next morning he's been brought around the pool. He's been around the pool, gentlemen, like, ah, what are you doing, mate? Uh, oh, he's coming round for a drink like that. She's like, get rid of her, mate. You know what I mean? This is the end of season thing. Can't bring a bird you've just met in Tenerife, right? <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, he's on thin ice, this kid. Yeah. And then he started chatting and he said, I don't know if she likes me, I don't know if she likes me. <laughs> was, he, was he Welsh? Eh? <laughs> no, but. <laughs> he went, I don't know if she likes me. I went, why not? He said, I was shagging her last night. She kept calling me Dave. We <laughs> <laughs> can't get him on the list. He's got to go. So we, we didn't see him again. But apart from that, it was all the majority of people, who players and who played and then went out and what that garnered in terms of team spirit and, and everything else to do with that. So you had that football side of it, but you also had the social side, and the coach was always full up with beer, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, but on the, <laughs> on the way back from Cheltenham. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the game. Yeah. Well, I, could, mate, I, I, spoke, I seen Snooky yesterday, Steve yeah. Cook. Yeah. Smart, he was walk, working around his house, and luckily he'd gone to the shops. So he wasn't there. I can remember the first game we played at Gateshead away, um, and it was me, Smarty, Rico, and Pons. It's about twelve o'clock now in the hotel on a Friday night in Newcastle, playing cards, and they went that score back because we are absolutely rinsing them for money. They were to let us go to bed. We didn't go to bed till about one o'clock. It's like making me debut tomorrow. At Gateshead. What's going on? We got up in the morning, smart as going, come on, we've got to go down for breakfast. I went, fill all your pockets up with all the change. <laughs> go down, walk in his face, he wasn't happy, Tony. But it was, that was a, yeah. you had some long journeys, mate, so you had a drink, you played cards, and then you went out when you come in. So, how come only lasted just every season at Bath? Where did you go? Did you we sign played, with someone else or get? We played. And again, it's gone. I've had to think about this the last few days in the order that it was. We played Merthyr at home on a, I don't know, a game, whatever it was. I had a bit of a running battle with their centre-half. We won 1-0. I think Mingsy scored it. I set the goal up. Nothing was said by Rick or Palms. And then on a Tuesday, we played at Batwell in the Somerset Premier Cup. And this was around about, not even Christmas time, the first season. Scored again at the end. In the palms have pulled me in. Gone. Right, you, you better start getting your head on. Are you all right? And then, oh, what's the matter? Went. Swindon are looking at you big time. I think Steve McMahon was manager, wasn't he? Yeah. He said they're looking at you big time. But they come to watch you Saturday against Murphy, and their first words to us was, "Is he all right?" <laughs> because they're not having a ding dong with their centre half. <laughs> so little things like that. And I really thought, even towards the end of the season, that they were going to put a bid in, and that was going to come to fruition. And it didn't. Um, and then we played Yeovil on a bank holiday Monday. And Graham Roberts had been one of my heroes. I'm a Tottenham fan. He played for Stevenage earlier in the season and behaved like a complete twat. He did? Yeah. And Someone else was, said that, didn't they? They oh. played against him or with him. Yeah. What was that? So he had something recently, didn't they? I can't remember whether it had been Prudham since he was a Tottenham fan. But he said he, he was his idol and he was oh, disappointed yeah. with how he was. Just, it was just ridiculous I've come back. But I was suspended. It was actually Boxing Day at Stevenage. And I was suspended and they beat us 3-0 or something. And I come down at the stand to go in the dressing room and he was banging on our dressing room door. Men against boys, men against boys. and like that. Now I took an instant dislike to him. And then he took over at Yeovil. So we had them on the bank holiday Monday and they really had to beat us to stay up at Twerton. And they always had a good... They'd bring a couple of thousand away, yeah, wouldn't they? good following. And was like, the night before, thinking, I'm going to do this and I'm going to score this and I'm going to do that and he's having it. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. And we scored two, we scored after about three minutes. And I scored again and just running down to the bench going, get down, get down, giving him loads. <laughs> giving him absolutely loads. Stayed at Batford remainder of the season brilliant so about Tenerife nothing and then the biggest thing was we played in a pre-season game and Nicky Andy can come through the back of me in a tackle and done my ankle and then I missed virtually all the pre-season what training you in that Nick no he was playing for Forest Green we played oh, Forest right. Green and uh, ah. uh, played Forest Green in a pre-season friendly so after having that first season where you're thinking well, I yeah. can't do anything wrong 
you didn't know at that time, but you also realised how important it was to have that fitness and do that pre-season yeah. again. And by missing that, stringed. And then you obviously were coming in for me and someone else come in for me. But you haven't mentioned the overhead kit yet? I don't need to, it speaks for itself. And everybody, <laughs> fucking hammer, everybody hammers me about it. It's become an albatross around my neck. What, nearly as bad as Gary Smart's goal? <laughs> No, other people mention it. I do. <laughs> he likes talking about that himself, mate. Well, well, one of our previous guests, Dave Mayhew, he, um, Boris, he, he turned around and said, you know, he, he was playing and he'd, he'd seen it on the TV mm. and um, he'd text you or something. He said, uh, didn't text. He, we didn't have mobile phones then. Yeah, right, yeah. He, he phoned, he, I got home from a game. My mum said, I've had someone called Boris on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, who's it? Not because he trained with us a little bit in the yeah, summer, didn't yeah, he? Because he did, yeah. didn't he have he had a disease, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he have a like, yeah. Denzel with he his did ear say infection? That, didn't he? Yeah. And he trained with us a little bit, and, and again, what a player Boris was, brilliant. And uh, again, how he was as a as a lad, and now he was you sort of a bit in awe of him at, at the time t until you got to know him and then you thought like what I'm not having this this <laughs> is ridiculous um, yeah and he phoned up my mum and gone oh I've had Boris on the phone and it went from there but I'd also scored a f then I scored two on the Monday night against Dagenham mm. and I scored like who was the overhead kick against what, what was the you know go for the South, scenario Southport the game what was it FA Cup no, league game, and we started off well. We I was just wondering how we seen it, Boris, on the TV. Was it TV were just out. Oh, one, right. of the, one of those where Bruce Hawking turned up once every four years, wasn't it? When I come in with a city camera. Roger Malone. Oh, dear. Remember him, Roger Malone? Got yeah. everybody's name wrong. <laughs> Absolutely rubbish. Trevor Burtby with overhead. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody goes on about it. I can remember Gilly pinging it in, but again, this goes back to. I've done that for years. I've done that for years down the field with the boys, just going, right, yeah. some balls in from there, and I go I, in I and practice overhead kicks. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes from that, but you very rarely do you get the scenario that that happens in the game a ping ball, not a floated ball, a ping yeah. ball, and you just meet it look better because it was outside the box. Mm. Fair play. Rather than it being in. But yeah, it's uh, everybody kind of, you know, oh, here he is, going to about over a kick. I don't know if we're even mentioning it. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a great goal. And it was, uh, you did score some good goals, though, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, mate. There's a trumpet over there. What <laughs> 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 a Boris left out of it. Not even in the game. But it was even in the games. It was just, I said it was that period for probably... That first season at Bath, where even in training, I remember going away. We went, you go to Exeter for the last for the training weekend before the first game of the season. And that was when I was initiated into right. We're drinking loads in between training sessions, but you're doing the same tomorrow. And I was having a nightmare the next day, and then something happened at the end, and I just took a board, and then everybody and he went right. Ricker went right. That's it. Right, pack your stuff up, we're going home now, well, you're not better in that, we're all going home. <laughs> and that was it. So there was loads that season that, yeah, that I scored. But also I scored a lot for Mangotsfield before yeah. going there. Yeah, I played with you at Mangotsfield. I remember, because you always had the banter as well, haven't you? Well, even I can remember the support. I think it was I can't remember it was Loracle, I think someone like that. And someone was giving you stick, a big fat bloke going the behind the goal, <laughs> and he scored, and he found this supporter, and he just you could see you looking for him when he scored, and he's and I've gone over like they congratulate you for the goal, and he's going where is he, he? and he's going have a salad, have a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember yeah, that. I can, yeah. <laughs> But that's all part of it as well. Yeah. That's what makes you, especially when you're playing games like that, and you play if there's a couple of thousand watching somewhere, and I imagine what it's like for the bigger ones who play. Yeah. You can't really, I know it, it's background noise, isn't it? When you're playing a game like that, it's mm. more personal. Yeah. It's people hanging over a thing, I'm like, who fat, I'm going to oh, go at me, and I know you can't. <laughs> but that's also what motivates you. That's what motivated me to prove people wrong. It's like you said, Rico, people said, don't touch him. Why? They don't know me. They don't. They probably played against me, and all the ones who don't like me are the ones that are shit. So it doesn't really bother me at all. 
but like, like, that happens in football all the time. Yeah, like, so, I mean, it, like you just mentioned, the highest level. Look at Cantona going to Man United, Ferguson. Mm. And he, apparently, you treat him a lot differently to every other player. And even the ex-player said, if you had a favourite son, it would have been Cantona. Yeah. You know, you've got away with more. But it just went. You were quite me to Cantona. Well, non-league in our level. <laughs> non-league. Like, yeah, Trevor Cantona. You're like, a, you're like a character like that, aren't you? You know, you're you know, you're different. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? That's what he said about RV Price <laughs> and Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Terrible. God. <laughs> different. We brought lots of music. God. Dear. Um, uh, yeah. So I loved it, mate. My time at Bath, and you only you realise that again more so after moving yeah. and after going, and when you look back at things. I can remember you being at Yeovil, though. I can remember seeing you out and you saying how hard it was in the. In it the was just different. You went. It was weird how it came about because I said well, I'd hammered him, like he'd ever want to speak to me. Yeah. Ben Roberts, I'd absolutely kinged him, and. We went to watch actually Dean Rafford play for Breers in the Somerset Premier Cup game at Breers against Yeovil. I think I played that game because he was there, Roberts. And I yeah, think with we Terry were. Cotton. Yeah, and that was where Terry Cotton came up to it. But this is I don't know. This is sort of not Christmas time. This was in the November, so the mm. second season that I was with Bath. Yeah, this was in the November, and Terry Cotton came up to the bar and went, "Look, he wants to sign you big time. So, are you interested in coming to Yeovil?" I'm like, ah, I mean, come out to watch Dean Bradford, what's yeah. going on? And then you start thinking, because of that first season I'd had, and because I thought, right, I've got a chance now, get your head down, you've got a chance to do it. Mistakenly, I also thought of going to Yeovil, because the size of the club, even though they'd gone down and been relegated out of conference, he was manager, Kevin, and that's no disrespect to Rico and Pons at all, because they know what I think about them. Kevin Dillon was assistant down there, and you're thinking, yeah, but they might have a few contacts, yeah. and you know how it works. They are mate, a big the club, things. weren't they, Yeovil? Well, mate, it was brilliant. It was brilliant, but it was weird because we, they'd been going on. They wanted ten grand, and they wasn't. They weren't having less than well, that. Bad. More. Well, no, he said I. He, he kept ringing me up. He goes, right, I've got a certain amount of money here. If you can get away for whatever, then you have the rest. And then I'm like, going, what are you asking 10 grand for me for? Come on, a free for 80 quid a week, mate. Isn't it? They want 10 grand now, all of a sudden. But, but the club needed it, didn't they? And the club did need it then. So it's like, well, yeah, we bring me up. And it's like going on and going on. Well, we're not paying this, we're not paying that. I think they actually, in the end, they had to get the money off of Mike Locke, who was, he wasn't chairman down there, but he was on the... I think he was on the board, wasn't he? Because they didn't have a lot of money over at the time. But it was weird because we trained on the on the morning, so they'd agreed to fee ten grand. So like, oh, right, got to go down now and sort out things. Well, we'd signed Mickey Spencer from Yeovil. Again, <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Who didn't last long? He didn't like drinking. He had to go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he saw once on the coots coming in because coming in from games you had to put like three quid, five quid in, didn't you? And you yeah. get all the beer. He didn't drink, Mick. And he's like, that. he didn't want to put the money in there. He's put Ricker's arm. Who won't put in? Ricky Spencer was there. He was gone. That was the end of it. But I could ask him and go, wait, mate, what do I ask for? Yeah. And I'm saying, because well, he was there. Because he'd been there for man. years. He's yeah. a legend down there, wasn't he, yeah. Mick? And he'd been there for years and he went, no less than this and no less than this as <laughs> a signing on for you. And I was like, oh, hey, Brideo. I've got to go down and speak to them. So we trained on the Saturday morning. You have had a game on the on the afternoon. I went down, go in his office, his pictures have been with Sooness and where he's at Rangers and all this and that. And he went, Right, you're having this, this, and this. Are you signing? And I went, No. I went, I want this and this. And then I could see his face and he's thinking, eh? And I'm going, No, I'm not signing unless I get this or this. And he's gone, Oh, what, and you'll sign now? I oh, went, yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm a well, fair place, yeah. I know, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was <laughs> Mickey yeah. Spencer might have been having me pants down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't You're messing about, mate, aren't you? So he went like this and this. So he said, yeah, right, I'll sign. They wanted me to sign there and then and then parade me out on the pitch. I went, no, I'm not doing that and I'm not signing now. And we were actually all going out. All yeah. of the bath players were going out. And so it was around Christmas time, yeah. on like December. Down to who was the lad who were in the pub? 
Gary Williams. Gary Williams Miranda pub Williams, in, yeah, in, in yeah. town. So we were going down there, and I can remember going there on the night, and then we'd all had a few drinks and palms and that, going, what are you doing, what are you doing? And then like, we all burst into tears the end of the night, <laughs> so I was going. It was like a load of, just a load of like, big girls' blouses going, oh, I don't want you to go. I go, well, I don't want to go either, really. But look at that, I got to. Mickey, Sp- <laughs> Mickey Spencer sort of me right out. <laughs> and I roared away in my Porsche. <laughs> But, uh, then, yeah. No, it was one of those you had to, you had to, didn't you? It was, yeah, it was and I, I don't know if me and Rico have ever had this conversation, but he'd be bringing me up, Roberts, and going, right, what's going on then? You and I went, before obviously the fee had been agreed, you got to start playing up. And he'd like, tell me to start playing up. I'm afraid, <laughs> no, well, not doing you couldn't that. play up anymore, surely. <laughs> no, not doing that, I'm not doing that. But again, then, that had all been going on for ages, and that affected how I was, how I was playing mm. yeah. as well. No, in in that, but yeah, it was weird. And then went to Yeovil. I was suspended for the first two games. Funnily enough, scored on my debut, and then we drew Bath in the FA Trophy, which was nice. Yeah. Going back there, having Chris Sugar chasing me round for the park to kill me. How long did you stay at Yeovil? I was there '95 and left '98. They had a few it. seasons, eh? Yeah, but again, it just again my own. Not worse enemy, but sticking up for what I think's right again cost me staying there for a lot longer. Was he there as manager all that time, Graham Roberts? Yeah, no, we got him. Well, we got him sacked. He got sacked in the end. Um, and he was, when I was first there, brilliant. Build a team around you, first player there, brilliant about. I was there for, for, the, for the first half a season. And then he went, right, who, who would you sign from Bath? And I went, if you get to, I get Gilly and get Jake Rob Cousins. And then he went back and got those two. And then they came the following season. Brilliant team, but there was a lot of London lads. So you had me, Jake Gilly, Tony Pennock, who was a keeper who came from Swansea. And then it was predominantly London lads who Robert would know. Who were signed, but you wouldn't see them after a game, they'd be gone. You didn't have that. Camaraderie, what no. you have it back. Even though we go out, Tony Pounder was down there as well. And funny, he's been associated with Dougal for years, and his dad, oh, hasn't he? So, yeah. and lived in Dougal. We go out, mate. You're treated like kings, Rico. You know what's yeah. down there. They yeah. treat you like kings down there, even though it's a non-league club. So you'd still go out, but you have more interaction with the supporters than you did with the other players. Mm. It's a shame that, though, isn't it? Because you get used to. Yeah, but we didn't let that stop us. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't have a load of cockneys thinking they were flower sweet. Very new. What time. did you have? One drink, Lucas Aid, then yeah, go back. Yeah, gone. But they all had club cars, so they'd have like club cars between them, so then they'd, all, they'd just be gone. But they were on loads of money. And went well for two seasons, then the second season we got promoted back to the conference. Yes. We had a hundred yeah. odd points, got loads. Me. Warren Patmore and a lad Howard Forrington who they yeah. signed at the end yeah. of the season scored 25 and 23 back Birmingham yeah. McGilly brilliant we're having 9,000 8,000 what was it against Enfield 8,000 2,000 locked out on a Tuesday night 6,000 yeah. for own games I think the average is about 3,500 so did you enjoy that but playing down there loved it Yeah, absolutely loved it and again just you scored a decent amount of goals again yeah, I think my record is one in three down there, but because of Howard being there and Warren, Robert would play me right. I'd always drop off as well. I wasn't an out and out goal scorer, no. goal scorer like Warren was. He scored 140 odd goals down there, but didn't move. Either. Yeah, so big from, lad, you know, big target man. Yeah, but I'd always drop off and not get on the ball and not do everything. So I, I think I played more as a probably a, like a, a number ten number really 10, down, yeah. down there. But yeah, we loved it. We did love it and Trigg and. Were so. you a fan's favourite? <coughs> Son? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do my opinion, don't I? You know, yeah. Yeah, the, well be, the, the well behaved ones. I've always tried to, well, not try to play, I always think I played like the man who comes to watch and the common man comes in the stand and goes, oh, I'd like to do that. Yeah. And I'd like to have hit him as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just to play with some passion and, and you know, to show 100%. It goes a long way with them down there. So, yeah, I will always divide opinion. So, where did you go after that then, Dean? So, we stayed there, I said to them 98, and then it was weird because they started making us train in Thatcham up by Reading. 
obviously because of the London lads and Robbo, and they'd had enough of coming back to Yeovil. But it is a trek though for them, isn't it? It is, but when they're on the money, they're on. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah, it's you true. know, and they, they they all have club cars. And they're doing that, and they're like, "Why are we training Thatcham? Tony Pennant's coming from Swansea." And then I think Steve Wintz was there as well for a, a little bit then. And yes. Terry Orwell. Terry Orwell yeah. has, come, has come as physio. Right. So we're just travelling back and forth. And they're like, go and have a word, Berkey. Have a word with Robbo and see if we can get like a club car between us. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. This is probably midway through the third season. I've been down now. Robbo, go and see him. Blah, blah, blah. Well, not worried about training in fashion, but can we have a club car? He just went completely up in the air. I fucking know to think you are asking for a club car and all that. I said, well, I'm only asking the question that the, bo- the boys have shoveled me in here to yeah, ask you. I know, mate, and this is what it was. And there was something going on down there with... It was, I don't know what it was. I'm mean, not saying too much because I don't know too much. But there was something going on with the contracts being signed by the London lads and then them being able to claim expenses mm. by travelling London Newell, London Newell three times a week. Well, we're training in Thatcham. Next thing, he's stuck after being not blue-eyed boy down there, but one of his top players and one of his favourite players, stuck me straight in the reserves. I'm like, what's going on here? So I'd speak to Terry Cotton, he'd go, that Brooks, it's nothing to do with me, nothing to do with me. And he just kept doing it for ages. So I just fought fire with fire. And he basically went, I'm putting you on the transfer list. And I'm like, I've only asked if we could have a club cut. It was so weird. But we didn't know what was going on behind the scenes with all of it. No. And that obviously spooked him. Mm. And I'm thinking, wait, what's he on about? Yeah, mad. And then that had gone on for a while. Colin Lippiot had come in uh, as his assistant. He was at Wilkin for years with Jeff Chappell. he come in as his assistant. And he'd seen all this going on. And he'd bring me up. I'd be with Trey going to the gym. Because me and Trey, we only really train once a week down there if we trained at all. And then you go down there, you'd have like five, six aside. Mm. It was only because there were so many good players down there that, that they got away with that. It wasn't to do with being a fantastically organised side and like with Rico and with Palms at Bath being really organised and, you know, have a job to do. It was off the cuff. Mm. Really off the cuff down there. But then it, it was good. Going on so that soured at the end of it then? Soured at the end of it. it mate, the end of it came when he ring, uh, me and Trig were going to a gym. We were always going to the gym with David Lloyd. And he just phoned me up out the blue, Robbo, and I got him on hands free in the car. And he's like, ah, where are you? I went, I'm just going to the gym with Trig. And I scrap that, drop him off. You better get down the ground now. I want you in training with the reserves. And I went, by now I've clued myself up on he's going to try anything to get rid of me. Mm. Like he asked you to play up against us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I didn't do. <laughs> you didn't really. No. Nah. But he and then he was he was like that. Nah. I went, no, nah. nah, I'm not going down there now. I said, read my contract. You can't get me in unless there's another six first team players down there. Well, play. He's going. I'm telling you now. Nah, you get. I said, well, go on then. Fucking find me two weeks' wages. I dare you. Put the phone down. Chief, <laughs> go I said, if he wants to do that, do it. Then went down training on, I don't know, the following Thursday or something like that. Terry Cotton come up to me and gave me a uh, letter. He went, Burks, this has nothing to do with me, but Robbie's asked me to give you this. Right, Saturday, I want you to travel up to South Mims Services, right round the other side of the M25, to the hotel they're staying at. I've got to give two players a fitness test. If they're fit, don't need you. You've got to go back to US and play for the reserves. Cool. So he started trying to do things like that. Yeah. No, he wasn't having any of it. Oh, so I, went, place, I yeah. actually d- took that letter and there was a board meeting that night and I went in and seen the chairman, John Fry, and went, read that. I went, either do something about it or I will. Um, I said, because I'm not having this, this is a disgrace. That's and then fair play to you. you it know. all went on and on and then he ended up, Tony Pounder was doing the YTS lads down there at the time. He bring me up going... So what's going on, Burks? They've asked for his contract. They've asked for a copy of his contract. He'd be like, round the office, down there. And then that was it. He was gone. They blamed it on... It was part of it. that He'd done something with Stevenage, didn't he, with Fairclough. When he sent a fax when they played Newcastle in the FA Cup, remember? And they, I was so, vaguely yeah. saying like that, yeah. And then he was gone. But then because of all of this had gone on and Colin Lippiot then took over, I think Colin Lippiot went... Pfft. 
I can't be doing with him. He's gonna, you know. Yeah. And I got my head down and I trained again. I actually he put me back in and I played centre half for probably the last ten games of the season and played really, really well. I thought, right, lovely, I'm back in. But again, playing centre half, it was weird. And then um, I dislocated my shoulder in a in the Somerset Premier Cup final against Cleveland at Bath. And then that was sort of it. You go back the next season, I still had a contract for 18 months. But you just knew the writing was on the wall. And I was thinking, oh, I don't want to be, but you know, button heads with yeah. someone else again. Yeah. So went on loan to Weymouth for a bit, and that was like, I can't be Did driving. Did you with No. Not after, well, obviously, he was quite a timid character, wasn't he? He, wasn't, he was a complete polar opposite of Robert. Yeah. Um, but no, he just he again. Just going back to Graham Roberts, did you? Is that it with you then? Did you ever see him again? Or yeah. Dealing to him again? We seen him, and we went up, and then ended up going Forest Green when we got to the trophy final. Forest Green, I didn't play. Done my ankle ligaments the day before in training, which I wouldn't have started anyway because I'd been out for most of the season. He come in the players' bar with a lad, Steve Brown, who yeah. sadly died not long ago. But he come in the in the players' bar with he Brown afterwards. Also, Steve, yeah. I went to his funeral mate up in London, there's a lot of people out there, he's a really, really good bloke, yeah, he's top lovely, lovely lovely bro. Um, but yeah, and they come in the bar afterwards and he come up to me, Robert, he went, if you'd have played today, you'd have won that. So, for all his faults and for all, you know, I think he... Strength is a bit political then, what was going on? Definitely, yeah, was yeah. it? Hey, for, for that, to come from that, to yeah. go from playing all the time... To saying I'm in a car, it was, yeah, it was weird. One wrong it button was, somewhere. There was something going on mate, down there, it, it, it was strange. But yeah, I loved my time down there, I, and I really did, and I wouldn't have left, I, I wouldn't have left. It was just sort of new again, the writing's on the wall. Mm. 26, <laughs> 27, yeah. what am I going to do? I've gone on loan to Forest Green the season before, they wanted to sign me then, and I said no. Who was the it. manager, Dean? Frank. Frank good. Again. And then Smarty and that, they were all Frank. there. Yeah. Does he? <laughs> Frank, Frank <laughs> and if you are listening, when you're back in the UK, Brilliant. Come, in, come and have a podcast with us. Yeah, game got the weirdest golf swing I've ever seen. That man, you ever seen him? <laughs> seen he, look, play? No, mate, he looks like he's hitting it. He looks like he's sitting it down that hole. He's hitting it that way, and he's actually hitting it that way. That's a good impression, but didn't really come out on the podcast, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said he looks like he's hitting it the opposite way, but he doesn't, and then he does. It's really strange. Just, just, just a little one. I, I really thought I had the oval job when Graham left. Mm. I. Uh, I Spoken to John Fry, I've been. But it's still been gone, man. <laughs> I, I've been in, interviewed, and um, Gilly and Trig Dill had gone through, and uh, I went down and watched the game on Saturday, and um, I wouldn't say I was uh, promised the job, and then I got a phone call ten o'clock on Monday morning saying from. Um, from a person at Yeovil mm. who, who turned around and said, oh, we decided not to go down that route, we're appointing Colin Lippia. And um, that that was that was it. And the Yeovil thing, when Mike Spear point and um, uh, Brian Moore was chairman, it was in the middle yeah. of the Stoke run, and I couldn't leave Bath no. after we drew up up there. So yeah. He still rings up now and again. Yeah. He's got Britain for a minute and he rings me up. He goes, Right, Mr. Britain, is he down in Torquay now? Yeah. He's down in Torquay now. I think he's on the board down there, isn't he? He does something down. I'm not, I'm not sure what Spear he's up to because he was following Speedway last <laughs> he, time I saw Yeah, because I've got a guy who I know who knows him through the Speedway. He said, Oh, there's a bloke talking about you today, Mike Spearpoint. I was like, that. He wants you to phone him up. I phoned him up. He went, oh, I'm telling him about work and things like that. He went, oh, I don't want to talk to you about work. I want to talk to you about scoring goals and punching people in the face. Did you get sent off a lot, Dean? No. No? No. I got sent off once at Yeovil and paid for that because he then punished me, and rightly so. It was ridiculous. We did put me on in the last game of the season at Brom. Well, not that, yeah, the, the season, the night we won the league at Bromley. I'd just come back from a suspension for the thing, and he did put me on. And that didn't go down very well, but we won the league that <laughs> night, so we were promoted back to the conference. So I sort of 
suddenly let that go. So you left Yeovil. What happened? At a choice, the guy who's the guy manager at um, me and my Fred, Dave, Fred Davis, the guy who used to be, was he Shrewsbury manager or something? Yeah. Um, went on loan there, scored on my debut again, scored a couple then there. What a joy that is to uh, Weymouth, though, isn't it? Yeovil's bad enough on a Tuesday night. It's amazing that how many Bristol boys played down there. I played it? down there. It's yeah, not, I think it's okay if you're travelling with people. Yeah. Yeah. You're travelling on your own, talking to myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> straight out of the straight in Portland, Oliver. <laughs> that was it. Well, I knew what was going on. No laces, I had Velcro trainers, that was it. That's what they let me up. But then Frank had laid off of money for me the season before at Forest Green. And that was sheer bastard headedness. I'd gone, oh, I'm not leaving you, I'm, I'm seeing this out and toughing this out with Robbo. Gone there for a little bit on loan. They then came back in the season afterwards, but they've been promoted now, they've been promoted then back to the conference. So it's like, yeah, so I went there from Yeovil. Now, just like, this seemed like I got injured, every stupid injury after every stupid injury niggling. I'm sure Frank, if he if he does listen to this, he'll agree. I had a little slight pull in my thigh, played on the Saturday, and Boris was playing for us then as well, Dave Mayhew. Good team, Oggy. Paul Hunt. Where'd R- you play there then? Up front. Up front? With Oggy. But he had a guy so there, Mark Callum. Boris just floated about. Boris did what he did, didn't he? You know what I mean? <laughs> did what he wanted. Do, do Uber, Ubering up on the six yard line, isn't he? Just tapping things in, running off, going, I'm brilliant. Yeah, well done, mate. Um, <laughs> he did, though, didn't he? He always thinks. Yeah, Smarty there mate, as well. I'd have a tap in, he'd tap me on the shoulder and he got one in. Yeah, Smarty was there. there. Good players, but again, Frank. Not similar to you, don't know he managed, but a discipline area, big mm. time. He trained the snipers, I think, didn't he? Military, yeah. 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 Snipers. <laughs> running up that hill, Boris Green, and he used to say, right, you just have to run down the bottom of the hill, if you've done something wrong. So he made a like, yeah. pissing about thing. Down the bottom of the hill, get a menu from the Indian. That's what Matty Coop said. Yeah, well, yeah, we just sort of, my Colbert side just used to pick all the menus up <laughs> on the way. They were all in the car. We used to run out the gate and just sit over the road and then go back in with the menu. We all used to do it for ages. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I got injured and had a slight tear in my thigh. Kept coming back, kept coming back. Frank, need you back, we need you back, need you back. We played away at Barrow and stayed away on a Friday night. Oh, that's a trek. Oh, on the treadmill, on the treadmill, the problem went running, it was when I was pinging the ball. It, it just kept going again. Mm. And he, I think, Frank in the M4, fucking hell, there's something going on here. We played, so I hadn't played for about six weeks, seven weeks after going there in the first few games. Him going there, the guy Mark Hallam, yeah. from the sort of Tamworth, in the yeah. Tamworth way. And I'd come on against Rushton, and Frank basically said to him after that game, look, you might... Might as well go now because Burks and Oggy are going to be playing, and that's going to be my two for the season with Morris. Done that next game with me fine. So then we sort of come back, and the specialist, the specialist I see, and it started calcifying, so it's growing bone in your muscle really. So every time I kick the ball, it just tear it again. And he just thinks I'm can tuck him one in. Uh, Sees the specialist in the end, diagnosed what it is right. Got to do this for three weeks, four weeks, doing all that. I'd went and done some training before the game. They had a game against someone on the on the Saturday at home for a screen. Done a load of running outside, and then I made treatment with Bob Baird, physio, in the room afterwards. I think Boris had done his hamstring, obviously, you know what I mean, signing autographs before the game. <laughs> so he he was out, and Frank came in, he went, well, do you want to play today? Bearing in mind, I've just done a load of like, proper doggy yeah. running. I went, well, mate, the specialist has said, leave it until the bank on Monday. We had Hereford away. And he went, well, the fucking specialist don't pick sides, does he? Slammed the door uh, uh, and went out. And then, like, fair play to Smarty. It was Smarty who fought my corner because Frank went having it after that. Yeah. He thought I was really chucking one in. In the end, me and Frank got on really well in the end. But, yeah, it was... Um, Wait, it was strange. You were the only one who knows your own body, though, weren't you? Because we, basically, you, you all want to play, don't you? you because it was because they t- it's because they tried getting me back two times too early. Yeah. So that three-week 
what should have been a three week thing turned into a two month thing yeah. then I'm like well I just want to play I don't want it to go again no, so you're just yeah. going safety there but yeah, yeah. E1 it's psychology as well isn't it it's E1 in your head if you pull E1 stretch too far. but again great lads out there mm. Milky destroys down people like that yeah. right? brilliant yeah did Smarty is anatomy come into it mate I heard his podcast he's really turned into David Icke can he <laughs> I've seen yeah. the future yeah. I've seen the future <laughs> purple shell suit like, what's he on about fucking <laughs> now Justin Tooper his whatever feet. his name is his feet mate oh his feet that's even a little fucking now spring feet yeah. feet mate I know mate I'm worried about it I'm going to have to have a word with it I'll get the centric brain soap through the letterbox <laughs> <laughs> so first green what happened after? Um, what happened after Forest Green? I went to Clevedon. The mm. less said about that, the better. Right. It was Gaffer down there. Fair. I can't talk about that man. He's a disgrace. <laughs> And if I did, mate, we'd be here for another two hours. Get that whiskey out, too, we'll have a glass, and we'll do that. Mate. So the less said about that, the better. I'll save his embarrassment as well, and I won't say anything. Um, Controversial. And then... Did you play for Frank at Aberystwyth? Mate, one game. That was like... Enough. Well, where did I go? Mate, I went to Cleveland, and then fucking... The sheer ridiculousness of it overwhelmed me. Um, and then I went on loan to Merthyr, and I loved it over at Merthyr with the Welsh lads. They're fucking nuts, aren't they, over there? But good lads and some yeah. good players over there. Dave Mitchell, another Dave Mitchell, really good player. Lad Danny Carter, really good. But again, Merthyr is a club. Yeah. They've got a support base, haven't yeah, they, over big, there? Big, and yeah. it, it was not, not a nice place to go for a visit in teams, is it? No, no. Yeah, um, so yeah, went there, done a little bit, mate. I just kept getting injured all the yeah. time, and then it just seemed to just be a succession of injury after injury after, injury. and then you all end up if you're not playing, yeah. you end up falling out of love with it, don't you? Yeah. You had um, a good career, I think, didn't you? All right, mate. Yeah, well. mate, you do, mate. It is what it is. I can look back at things and great memory, isn't it? You've yeah, friends yeah, for life you've met. Been hearing that all the way through with the podcast that you're yeah. doing, and then you'll hear some of the, It's like some of the things Tan's saying. You go, oh yeah, because he do things. Mate, that yeah. nutcase. Yeah. Before you are, <laughs> but before you have mobile phones, he was at Mangotsfield because he would go. He goes straight from work on a Friday because didn't he work at Rolls Royce or somewhere? Yeah, he worked out there, yeah. didn't he? He'd go on a Friday into the George and Charampton and do haircuts with the Clippers for a pound a go. He cut everybody's skin, everybody's hair off. They all look, all look the same. Phone a go at him. Hello? Right, works, it's me, Tams. I'm like, oh, what? Right, what do you want? The boys want to work with you a minute. And then, no, I'll see you on the boat, boys. And all you can hear is like cats meowing down the phone. <laughs> and he used to, mate, he had two cats we used to call the boys. And he'd bring them up to the phone. He'd obviously be pulling their tails or something. You can hear his missus going, Mickey, stop doing that. Meow, meow. No, 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 no. The boys said, all the best for tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, Not kids, mate, tans. But so funny. And said, listening to the podcast, he go, Oh yeah, remember that? Oh yeah, remember that? So certain things that you might not always recollect straight away, yeah. it comes back, mate, different yeah. times. So yeah, you brilliant. can't take anything away from anybody who, who, you know, who plays any sport at a decent level. Everybody's characters, mate, aren't they? Yeah. I, I think, you know, everybody who I've, like I said, I've all divided opinion, but I'm all right with how I was. Yeah, we all, we all We all divide opinion at times, Dean, and uh, that's, that's part of life, though, isn't it? Uh, but as long as you're true to yourself, then so be it. Yeah, I right, really right. like your talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, talk to us about the Three Lions. We've had Sean in for our, well, our well, first yeah, one. Well, he's in Dubai now, and he's sudden yeah, yeah. He texted me and went, you better give me a shout-out. And I'm like, God, yeah. he, you know, he, he does his own publicity, that man, doesn't he? He loves it. Yeah, he'd have a good team down there. They've some Mate, great players he's had. And again, to go, that was sort of going full circle back to me, because Sean was going, come and play, come and play, come and play. And I'm like, I'm 46, whatever I was, 47. No, no. Oh, I'm not too sure about that. Lewis plays. Lewis Carey plays, and Scott plays. I'm like, yeah, I know. Wait, I want to go back and play with Perro and Gilly, yeah. and you're going sort of full, full circle back. Yeah. But you're, you know, you're saying about 
when you were younger and your injuries and everything else, and, and here you are at your age now, still playing on a Sunday morning. No, that's it. I've had enough. Indeed, had it, mate. Yeah. And the first season, but the first season was mad because they played at Red Cats Park. Yeah. And it was like, oh god, you had to put the nets out and dog yeah. shit on the pitch and everything. <laughs> and it was, and he didn't know, ever know who was like turning up. He'd no. been let down some yeah. by someone else, and a lot of players had left. Who things had happened before, but the characters, mate, that you yeah. got out of three lines on a fair, and the, not the, I wouldn't say friends of me, but the people how they are to up there, especially the older people. Yeah. You have an affinity with them straight away just because of how genuine they are and how, yeah, and how nice they are. Yeah. And that, mate, it's, it's the same with Sean, brilliant, but i got to stop, mate, because it's just, I was turning into a raving alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up. You needed help doing because that, Because of being, obviously, not living in Bristol. Yeah. And like, go to football on a Sunday, take me stuff, and I go, I'm going now, oh, we're having a drink. I, I virtually slept upstairs with him every <laughs> Sunday night for a season. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 11 o'clock in the night, and I'm waking up next morning and go, oh, I've got to work here and be sensible. But right, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But um, can't, I can't do myself justice playing that team. So Lewis Gary was playing, Scott plays, and then a lot of the younger ones, so Jamie Johnson, Kareem, people like that were saying, yeah. I mean, I don't want to play and be effective. Yeah. I want to play and be flamboyant and show off. Yeah. And you can't do it yeah. because you've got people shaking their heads at you, Lewis Gary <laughs> going, mm-hmm. and you're like, right, okay. But no, if you can, you have to enjoy playing and yeah. be able to play and I think be able to express yourself in how you play and if you can't do that and you can't be good then don't bother go I've got to give you a, a, a shout out as well you do a fair bit of work for charity don't you no the homeless? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is this a girl's name? It must be for the homeless. <laughs> got their clothes on. <laughs> how long have you been waiting to get that in really? <laughs> Uh, no, I do a little bit now, uh, now and again for Jasper, who yeah. does help Bristol's homeless. I did yeah. do loads and loads. I did the 10k for him when he first started off, got him a couple of grand. Jasper's done all of that by himself. But you share certain things that you do. You take a rucksack down, he does that thing, did sort yeah. of shoebox appeal and rucksack appeal this time of year. What a job he has done down there, Jasper, to, to, to do that, help Bristol's homeless and what he does. And he predominantly tries to be ex-service people who come back, but they get them into, you know, accommodation down at Spring Street, down at Bedminster, and then get them back into society and get them a job, and that's what they need in the first instance. So what he's done down there, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it is. And Lloyd Russell, one of my colleagues, he, you know, he used to do a lot of, uh, a fair bit of work with him. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing what, yeah, what they've done. I think you could make, we also give something back now this time now, but we've always been like that. I've never been money oriented but remember Mickey Spencer told me what to ask for <laughs> <laughs> I was blinded yeah. if you've got some out share it out and yeah, give it to like, everybody and yeah. that's my sort of philosophy I was, that's how I was brought up by my mum um, and that's what you try and carry on into whatever you, you do in life right I usually ask our guests to finish off with something but I'm going to tell you what I'd like you to finish off with uh oh the trip in the transit, or oh, uh, with palms. Yeah. So we would get back. I was working for a company called UK Plant, Plant Hire, um, and I had the use of a P100, a Ford P100 pickup truck. So you had like the cab in the front, two seat cab, only like not a high level like a transit, flatbed on the back. So we would go, and again, when this is when we were at, at Bath, me palms. Trig, Smarty and Rico would go to the cafe my mum was running down by the fountain, down in St George, before a game, have some toast, have a breakfast, do whatever, go and get the coat. Of course, we've got to drive up to that, yeah, get in a P100, we'll be alright. So I think Palms and you have been dropped up now. Coming back on the night, and we come back, you always went to Toggill, didn't you? And you come back and get the coats, and people would go, <laughs> people, people who've driven up there, <laughs> people who've driven up there, and they go, don't drive off until my car starts. You know, like, yeah. beep, beep. loads of blokes coming out there. <laughs> a bloke coming out there, dressed as a fox, isn't it? Nothing on his, nothing on his bottom half. Yeah, he was dressed as a fox. He was. Nothing on his bottom half. Who like that? Right, so we were all going out in town. Of course, you'd had a few on the, on the coat, so we're all going out in town. We all sort of live 
local to each other, don't we? Yeah. Like said, look, Poms, you can come, but we can't all cram in the front. There's only really should have been two in the front. I had Rico in there, a praying mantis in the front with, <laughs> with, with, with Trig. So we said to Poms, oh, you'll have to lay down on the back, but... And he went, oh, I'll be all right. He said, I'll keep myself up on my shoulders. We like we put a towel down for him, but he had a brand new gingham jacket on. <laughs> so he's led at the back. So we're coming down sort of St. George's, and I went, oh, I'll go the back way. What's this? So there's a road down, going down towards Barton Hill where they got the speed dumps in there, and they're big. So we're like, ah, what's this? <laughs> going about 30 miles an hour, and all of a sudden you'd look at him, just see palms go, he's going, what are you doing? Stop it, going, he's absolutely crying. We're pissing ourselves, mate, can't stop laughing. Parked up in town, the first thing he did was he kicked my window out, didn't he? He went like that, Poms, he went, you fucking idiot. Kicked, all, kicked the back window out. So that's his great night and going in work. Yeah. Well, mate, there was loads of things with, with, with Poms. Go on, mate. I know what you think about him, Rico. I know you miss him. We do the golf day, do the painter. Yeah. And it's brilliant every year. But uh, there are so many things to do with Poms, the things that he'd done. He was naughty, and I think he liked the fact that I was... Slightly naughty, <laughs> yeah. I think he did. He did, and he used to say things when he goes, "Right, just go in there and do what you want, but don't be an ass and don't get like, don't get booked or don't do something." <laughs> but always, I felt fought my corner for me. Dean Burtby. Thank you very much for your time, Thank mate. Thank you, Dan. It's been an absolute pleasure. Mm, mate, yeah. Appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, now you've had me in Boris Sydney's ratings will be going up. <laughs> hey, get the big dog team for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, brilliant. There's a guy in Keep here. doing what you're doing, mate. You're making a lot of old people slightly happy. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Thanks mate. very much. Thank again. you, lads. Hey, I'm Rick Hayes. Say good night. Thank you very much.